Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Thinker Girl, the podcast. Okay. <laughs> this is Thinker Girl, the podcast. I'm Stacey June. I'm joined by Christy Mercer. Hello. And Daniela Pola. Hello. I'm nervous and excited. Same here. I'm a bit nervous too. I mean, Christy and I have had a couple of goes at this. Danny and I have had about 1,700 conversations. Yeah. Uh, but the three of us, not yet together been a big build up how long has it been exactly a couple months hey can we explain actually mm. the whole situation with us because so we met july last year was it yeah, yeah god over a year ago yeah mm. and we met like it was a work thing and then so since then i've met you once more christy we had dinner together in perth jealous met the boyfriend as well in mm. love by the way <laughs> and then um stacy and i we've had like numerous conversations and I've even gotten drunk on the phone to you. Yeah, we've, we've got a once. bit of an oh, online wow. relationship going. That's cute. Uh, very Gen Y, but um, we're all in radio. We're all, um, you know, what are we? We're kind of like the newbies coming through, I feel oh, like. Oh, that is such... I would, I would never that? say that about us. That? You cannot say I that. I don't know that you're allowed to. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, it just makes you feel like a wanker. But you, I mean, you're hopeful, but... Well, I don't know if I think you, you've got to have other people say that about you. What do you mean, being newbies? No, the the coming through. Oh, okay, yeah, no, but I'm like that. You know, I'm like that. Yeah, you're you good. To be honest, that's alright. You are good like that. So, look, we I'm just we wanted a bit of a forum, basically, to talk about ourselves some more, as if we need any more time, <laughs> but basically to talk about potentially some of the stuff that we. We steer clear from from breakfast radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I can be a wanker here, and, and we can say, say newbies coming through. Exactly, you and we can say fuck, 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 fuck. And ah. I can say that I'm from Melbourne, and I and I didn't live in Cairns my whole life. And I can say I'm from Melbourne. I didn't live in Albury my whole life. <laughs> and I can say I'm from Perth, and I can say shit, shit, shit. I know. So we're going to bring gems to the table, and we'll each tell tell you. Hopefully, someone's listening. Um, what our gems are, and then we'll just we'll ramble on for a, for the next twenty minutes. Yep, sounds good. Let's do it. I'm excited. Go, someone. Okay, so uh, no, I don't want to start actually. Christy, you go. Okay, young okay. mate, we've given you the tag, young mate, because we both say old mate all the time, and then we just keeps whenever we refer to you, we say, have we got young mate on the line? <laughs> I'll be the young whippersnapper. Okay, well, I, I want to talk about our vaginas. Oh, gosh. Not in a weird way, but in a way that I think every other single girl, doesn't matter whether you're an Aussie or right across the globe, I think every every girl has thought about their vagina <laughs> in a really self-conscious way. Yeah, they're ugly, but we can move on to that. They're disgusting. Uh, I want to talk about, obviously with the election coming up, I want to talk about uh, why I give a shit about gay marriage so much. Mm-hmm. You're not gay personally, are you? I don't, no, I'm not gay. Well, no, I don't think so, no. But because I care about it so much, sometimes Mm. I've actually questioned my own sexuality, which is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Um, My gem is um, 
realizing you're different to your mum. I just had a, a, a recent mum venture and um, yeah, it's kind of on my mind of late. So it'd be interesting to get different perspectives. And as well, because I'm an immigrant growing up here, I think there's, there's um, that kind of that different view. So. All right, Danny, you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, so I'm obviously from Brazil, as you girls know, originally. <laughs> but <I've> been... Rita, <laughs> Brought up in, in Australia since I was about nine years old. So essentially, I'm, I feel very Australian. And my mum's very, very Brazilian. And I guess in the last few years, I've, I've been living very independently from mm. my mum, obviously, because I'm 30 years old. So that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> if it went another way, then it wouldn't be good. But anyway, so I had this huge conversation with her when she came over and visited me. And it was like this moment of realisation that I'm so different to my mum. Like Hang in, on, does your mum, is, does she live in Brazil or in Australia? No, she lives in Australia, okay. but she moved back to Brazil two years ago. Did so she? I old. didn't know that, Danny. Yeah, so she, interestingly enough, she got a new partner and he got a transfer back to Brazil. So she moved back to Brazil for like a year and a half and now they're living in Manila. So I kind of haven't seen her for about two and a half years. To Manila. Oh, wow, that's so cool. It's very interesting. What are you singing? Stacey, you know that Manila you. song? Nah. All my plans to Manila. If we had post-production, we could enter it. Sorry. Okay, all right. Well, you can be post-production. Mm. You can be production in general. But, yes, yeah, so I had just this really weird moment, and it's almost like a guilt attached to it. Like, And, and we're so different in so many ways. Like my mum's. You know, she's always, she was like, oh, you just need to be a little bit more vain. And I was like, well, whoa, I'm not. Wow. Like, that's not me. She said this to you the last time she was with you, so just recently. No, 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 not this last time, but she's always kind of said that to me. And I guess I've only just recently accepted that that's not me. Are Brazilians as a people, I know that's a generalisation, but as a pe- people very open? Very open. Very honest? Very honest. Yeah, Okay. Because in, in Australia, it's so different, isn't it? Like, if you ever say, you know, you could be a really good singer, but if you would ever say out loud, I think I'm a good singer, it's not the Aussie way. And people go, oh, how up yourself are you? It's oh. the, or the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah. And that's where some of my wankerisms come from, from my Brazilian <laughs> side. I, um, I can relate. Mum and I are completely different. There is absolutely nothing, nothing similar about my mother and I. I'm much more prone to my dad, which is... Oh. Sometimes a good thing, sometimes not a great thing. Basically, that's um, so refreshing, so refreshing. Sorry to interrupt you, but it's refreshing to hear that because I think we there's like this culture of like you know you see on Facebook all the time, my mum, my best friend, we're so alike, we're so the uh, same, and I feel mate, like no one is talking another about the fact fucking, that they're not like their mum. Another fucking thing that's the same with us. Like we <laughs> must have been, I don't know, separated at birth. It is redonk balls. <laughs> It's just stupid. So mum and I, um, yeah, that's a relationship I have to work really hard on and yeah. can totally relate because I did, don't have a sister uh-huh. and um, and I often sometimes feel, and I love you, I love my mum, but I often grieve the relationship that I, I suppose I have an expectation that I should have. Mm. So mm. how are you, you and your mum different? Me? Me? Yeah. Um. Right. She's just, she's very quiet. She's quite timid. Uh, she's not kind of a go-getter. She'll, you know, sit back. Yeah. Um, That's she, probably not you. Oh, God, no. She, um, she is a bit of a follower. Like she'll have, she'd be happily have people lead the way, let her know what she's doing, what she's not doing. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we just couldn't be more. She's not very girly, so she yeah. loves her footy. But, you know, she likes, she still dresses nice, but she's, you know, she's not, that's not a massive priority for her. Um, she's not a big talker. Yeah. How do you th- do, and how do you deal with it, Stace? Like, is there is there a little bit of guilt or do, do you love it? Do you accept it? Like, what, what's your relationship to that, to, to being very, to being different? I've hated life? it for a really long time. Mm. Um, I actually, yeah, I've just, I, like I said, I've, I've often grieved and now the second that you accept it, I guess you start to then, I don't know, see the nice stuff in it rather than focusing on the shit stuff. Have, have you ever spoken to your mum about it? Yeah. About mum, yep. we are so different. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, mm-hmm. yep. What about you, Danny? Um, so this was the first time, like this was the first time. Okay. It was a really hard thing to say because I guess... I've been realising lately that, you know, at times in my life when I've been younger and, you know, and I've been like, oh, my mum's so amazing. When I'm like her, it feels like we get along better. Right. Like when I'm emulating her. And, and, oh, and that's a bit hard. And then as soon as hard. I start to kind of go, oh, actually, that, no, I don't like that. Like we get a bit awkward, like two best friends that are kind of grown apart. Oh, Danny, that gave sad. me goosebumps. It's horrible. It was a really horrible and hard conversation to have. But in saying that, I think having the conversation now means that we can move to, to a new phase of our relationship. How did you bring it up with your mum? Well, I, it, was, it, was, it, was more, it was like a fight. So I was picking fights with her mm. and we were both picking fights with each other. And then I kind of sat in the car. We sat in the car together. We just bought some organic vegetables. Um, <laughs> and I was very excited about my purchases. Your second wanker alert. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> I know. I'm just a bit <laughs> off an alarm. And <laughs> the reason why we fought was because I went to buy buy some onions and she goes to me don't buy too many we don't want to overeat and I just lost it I was like I will buy as many onions as I want like it was just (laughs) the most ridiculous fight and I was like what's your problem what if I did buy 10 onions what and then what and then what and she was like "Ah!" and so we fought all over the onions and I sat in the car and I went this is not about the onions no, and but that's family fights, isn't it? You fight about the stupidest shit, but it's all it's double meaning. It's not about yeah. the fucking onions. Yeah. It was not about the onions. And then I just started crying and went, this is not about the onions. <laughs> and she was like, and she was like <laughs> what is it about? And I, guys, like, honestly, this is like a life-changing moment for me. I just turned around and I was like, it was horrible, but it was life-changing. I was like, I don't feel comfortable with you. I feel like we're so different. I feel like we have different opinions on things. I feel like I need to be a certain way around you. Imagine saying this to your mum. How did she react? She was shocked. Like it, yeah. was like, it was like she'd seen a car accident. And then I stopped crying, and she was like... And obviously a lot of guilt came, so then she started kind of standing up for herself. And then I was like, I'm not trying to hurt you. And then she's yeah. like, oh, I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm sorry. And so we had this big cry. And then it was silence. And then, um, then after the shock, we just talked about it. And we just, I guess you, you, I got to the point where I just had to accept that I'm a, I'm a grown-up now and I'm going to do things my way. And then and, you went and had onion stew? And the, and the far out, we How didn't even did eat the onions. The onions are still sitting there. I didn't even use them at dinner that night. But, yeah, like, I want to know too, how many did you actually buy? Yeah. I ended up buying two, like she said. Oh, <laughs> the inner child's still there, girl. Yeah. Still there, still there. But what about you, Christy? What's your relationship like with your mum? Um, it's changed a lot. It's, I feel like when, um, I was younger, it was just a normal mother daughter relationship. You go through, um, you know, like, I don't know, puberty, like 14, 15, 16. I used to butt heads very much so with mum. Um, especially since, um, when I first got a boyfriend, it was almost like 
I felt that she she almost felt that I was choosing Zane, my boyfriend, over her and over my family. And th- that's where a lot of the tension was. If I'd say, Mum, I'm going around to Zane's place for tea tonight or I'm going to be there over the weekend or, you know, I think she felt really personally hurt she by that. Especially you. the fact that I'm yeah. older. It was like, yeah, well, don't, you know, why would you even come here anyway? This is not a halfway house. Mm. You know, you just come here, you have a shower and then you leave. Um, but since I moved out, a couple of years ago, it is amazing. And I, it's, it sounds awful to say, but the further apart that mum and I are, the better our relationship is. So many people say mm. that about yeah. parents. The second yeah. you move out, you become, well, they start to see you as an independent. They're not, you're not their limb anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think with mum, even though I'm the oldest one, I've always been a bit hopeless in, you know, like, I don't know, like paying, maybe paying a bill or I might pay it late or, um, you know. I can't imagine, sorry to interrupt, Christy, but I cannot imagine you being like that. Like, I've got such a, such a different view of you. Like, to me, you will be, uh, to me, you're that girl that pays her fines before they even arrive. Before, no, before, yeah. I better get on to this before I actually get the mail. But I've changed. I've changed so much and I think that I am, as you girls think that I'm now, more responsible. But I think that mum still had used to have that perception of me. Oh, yeah, of course you would. You're fucking hopeless, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why we used to fight. But I think it's only really very recent in the last, oh, I'd say six months that we've become really, really close because I think finally mum is, is just treating me like her mate. Like a person. And it's not so much like, oh, you wouldn't do that. Oh, you wouldn't know how to do that. Oh, yeah, of course you do that. You're that hopeless or... Because that's kind of stopped. It's it's made it so much easier for us to get along. And we talk on the phone like every single night now. When no way. No, we never do. We never, ever used wow. to. So you're like real friends now. That is awesome. I love that. Yeah, so it's kind of gone up and then down and and then up again. So, yeah, it's good. It's really funny because I wouldn't call mum to just chinwag about, about the day, but there'll be some stuff that I'll ring her that I feel like... And I hate to say this as if she's the last person on the rank, but she still is in the rank. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? So I'll go. I'll have times where I will be like, I actually just want to vent and completely selfishly vent, and I know Mum is the person. Is that a bit mean? Like that I've kind of put shit on her? Like no, I think no. that's what Mums are for. Yeah, and I think I, that was mm. a big part of the the argument that my Mum had and why she was so hurt was because. They were one of the things that I'd stopped doing with her, like, because mm. we were growing so apart. I was like, I don't even want to vent to you anymore. I think mums love that. Like, they yeah. want you. They want you. To, they want to be your, your rock, I guess, in a way. Yeah, mums right. Mums with me, though. If she needs to have a vent or, you know, your father did this or my sister is being a bitch or... I think I would probably be the first person that she'd call wow. now when she never used to. And I really like that it's that way now. That's good. You guys are mates. You've yeah. got that, that friendship. Yeah, that. that I don't know if that will – I don't think that's – I don't think mum and I have enough in common. And I don't think we communicate well enough to ever get to that point. Do you need to have enough in common to be able to call and have a vent though? No, the vent's okay, but that kind of mm. you two, she it goes a two, it's a two way street for you. Whereas for mum and I, it's kind of like at that point where we just shoot it at each other a bit. Yeah. And I know that that's probably not healthy, but it still is nice to know that there is that one person there that you can do that with. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not; it still doesn't feel like a backward and forward kind of thing. Does that make sense? I yeah. am so scared to have kids in the future because I do not want to have a girl. Oh I want God, girls. I want girls bad. You want them? Yes, because I didn't have that no. that connection, that girly connection with mum, and I didn't have any sisters. So I'm gagging for girls. Oh, I'm scared because I've got no. this like theory that I've made up in my head. I must have read it in a self help book somewhere that like 
any issues that you haven't resolved in yourself, you pass on to your daughters. Wow. And I'm like, far out, I do not. Like, I've got some issues going on. I'm like, no, I do not want to pass nah, on anything I to bro- someone else. I break the chain, man. I Like, not saying, certainly not saying that I'm perfect, but I'll continue to work on shit to make sure that freaking doesn't happen. Mm. Nah, I'm so scared. Like, you just, you compare a little girl like, and then a little boy, like, say, three or four years old. They're just so different. Boys, if they've got a problem, they talk about it, they fight it out, and then they get over it. Whereas girls just hang on to things and they're, they're too mm. deep. They know too mm. much for their age. It freaks me out. I don't so understand emotional. boys so at all. Boys are simple. I think, the, I think how to understand boys is to not understand them. Hey, girls, I reckon we've moved from the gem so we can move on to a new one. What do you reckon? Yep. Yep. I know we've left it in midair, but there's no rules, remember? Team. On podcast. Oh, yeah, the rules are no rules. Yeah, we kind of started okay. drifting, so I reckon we move on to gem number. Oh, I'm meant to be the timekeeper, and yeah. I have no idea oh, what time we started. Good job, I've got to say. We're already 16, 16 minutes we're at, girl. Okay. That was a terrible job on my behalf. There's a self-conscious I was, Brazilian I was going to say something, but then I was like, no, control freak, shut the fuck up. <laughs> No, that's all right. I was I had my head in. I was I watching I was watching the time. I'm like, it's cool, just relax. Oh, you go next, Sose. Um, okay. So my gem is like I said to you with the election and stuff coming up and obviously people have been asking me to vote. Uh one of the biggest factors, if not the biggest, is marriage equality for me. Yeah. Um I obviously can get married. So sometimes I think it is quite bizarre and I do question to myself as to why, I don't know, I just feel, I, I've started to think that maybe it's a bit of a minority game that I feel passionate about minorities or what it is. But this in particular, sometimes I feel like it's so, um, obviously it's, it's you know, you like I've got lots of gay mates that at the same time I've got lots of straight mates so it doesn't make a, a difference. My mates are my mates. But I go on about this a lot. Like, I'm super passionate. It's almost like I feel like it's sometimes my agenda to change people's, straight people's minds about it. And I okay. I don't know why I've thought, I don't know why I think it's in my, like, I'm in the position to be doing that. I don't know where this comes from. So I, I wonder why I care so much. Yeah, it's interesting because I'm kind of not that passionate about it. Like, I love gay people. I've got a lot of gay friends. And I don't, but I think my lack of passion for it is that I don't see marriage as that big a deal. Like, yeah. I think being in love with someone and committing to them, I, I just don't think that you need that piece of paper. But I don't really know if I believe in marriage either. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. But what just absolutely shakes me to my core is to think 
that some of my very best mates don't get that fucking choice. Yeah. Did he, so yeah. when he started talking about it, he said, I feel like passionate about this minority group. It's not... When you're talking about people who support gay marriage or are against it, I mean, I think it's almost flipped on its head now that the minority of society, the minority is people who are against gay marriage, I reckon. Yeah, but, if you but I mean the gays poll, are the minority and compared to straights. I know, but if you were to do a straw poll around the office or, you know, just, you know, the whole of Australia, if you said, do you think gay people should be allowed to be married legally, yes or no, I could guarantee almost that you would have a majority of, yes, they should be able to get married. Mm. It's almost yeah, like it's, it's the in thing now, though, It's so in, yeah, that's the other thing that and I was yeah. to and I, I think, like no, and I think that, yeah, it's not. This is. It's not about being the like the in thing for me. God no. I was yeah. working, like yeah. No, it's de- certainly not. And it wasn't like I grew up with a lot of gays around me. You know, I worked in gay radio a couple of years ago, and met and become really close with a few mates. But they're new, newer mates. So it's not like mm-hmm. this has been forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's certainly not about this kind of in fashion thing. But at the same time, even though it is something that everybody kind of seems to want, I still feel like if one person is the one saying it, that it's like, oh, God, do we have to bang on about it? And I still feel like, yes, we do until it's changed. It's one thing to think that you want it, but it's another to just sit there and wait for it to happen, which could be fucking 10 years. Mm. Is it? Is it just? Um, gay marriage that you feel strongly towards, or is it, or is that your, is that just your personality that you? It is a bit my you personality like as well. You like helping out the minority. You like helping out the, not the loners, but you know the people that stand out a little bit. Maybe a bit. That's just you. Yeah, you I've know? got a thing for the boat. Like, uh, there's a lot of things other than the gay marriage yeah. thing, I guess. Um, but I hate the reaction, like you said, that it's the cool group thing. Yeah. I remember being out with a few mates. And I was pretty drunk. I was in New York, actually. And we went to a gay club. Mm. And one of the guys looked at me and said, you guys, to my two, my two friends, you two will have to pay. No, you two are free. She has to pay. What? Yeah. And so one the guys of, were free? Yeah, you, the guys were free. Yeah. And um, that was in New York. And my mate said, well, hang on a second. That's disgusting. Like, why? This is the whole point. And then he, of course, being the lovely friend he is, was like, I will pay for you. Then another friend of ours turned around and said, and I was blind and said Mm. something like, I reckon I go into bat for you people more than probably half of you'd go into bat for yourselves yeah. and just drunk, just being mouthing off to this guy that was kind of making me feel pretty uncomfortable. Mm. And then my other friend who uh, was with us said, well, what, what do you do exactly? Like what money have you donated? Like what exactly are you doing? And I'm like, so it's almost like as a straight person, you still, you get judged a bit as well. Yeah. Like it, there is still that judgment. It, and so then you start to think, why the fuck do I care so much? But you can't, you if you couldn't probably stop yourself caring if you tried to. No, yeah. but it may. But sometimes I do wonder why it's something that I've it kind of is irked up in me. Do you know what I mean? I like think it's, it's amazing. Like I think it's amazing yeah, that you can be so passionate for a, a, you know a group of people that you're essentially. I mean, you are a part of as far as friendship and stuff, but that you're essentially not a part of, as in you're not not a gay person. I think that's that's a wonderful, wonderful quality. And a wonderful humanitarian quality. I don't mm. have it. 
like I care. Like I like gay people, but I'm just kind of like, I'm with you, guys. Dan, whatever. Yeah. Like just have your little, have a ceremony. Like it's not that big oh, of a deal. Oh, really? That just blows my mind. Does that uh, does that annoy you actually? A yeah, it, and that's what I mean. It's like, why do I care? like it? Does it's not me? I can do whatever I fucking want. So mm. why is it irking me so much? That's the bit. Do you know what I mean? That's the bit I don't get. When you said that, it actually felt person. physically sick. I was like, how could you possibly really? think that we get the choice? I don't know. I just, I still don't know the answer to it. And another thing, like in Melbourne as well, you know, we went to, to a, also to a gay club and I was, I've actually been lectured by bouncers about not harassing the gays in clubs, like not, you know, I've been the minority in these mm, environments yeah. and these communities and I've been tried to be ostracized in a way because I think sometimes look, there were reasons for this club to be a little bit wary of uh, people in the past because I mm. think at times people would take the piss, bucks yeah. parties would go in, hands parties would go in. Yeah. It's a bit of a novelty, but these days yeah. it's such bullshit. Like, do, so, you think, do you think, Stacey, that maybe why you're so passionate about it is because you're more connected to, to the community? Like I've got gay friends, but I guess I, mm. I'm not that connected to it. Maybe it's because yeah. you are essentially but a part of the community But how am I more connected? Well, well, I'm not, I'm not connected in the sense that I don't know any gay person. I don't have any mates or any family members who are gay. So I don't... Yeah, I reckon I'm I have two best friends that are, are gay that are really close to me. I guess it's like vegetarianism it. in a way. Like, you know how some people just don't get how a person can look at an animal and go, I could never, ever eat it. Like, for them, it's a feeling. Like, it's a gut... It's a feeling in their gut. And I guess for me, I can comprehend that it's fair for someone to be able to get married. That I comprehend it in my mind, but it's not a gut. It's not something in my That's heart. That's exactly my what this gem is. I don't understand where it comes from a gut if I'm not fucking gay. Yeah. That's the bit that I don't understand. Maybe and how much will we laugh? Well, what if we laugh in 25 years and I come out as a fucking raging lesbian? <laughs> But trust me, I don't, I've thought about what Christy's about to talk about, and that's probably a great segue into the next gem, vagina. Couldn't mm-hmm. go there. Vagina self Do you know what? I'll give you a little bit of an insight. Oh, we're gems now? Yeah, but can I just, yeah. before we move on to the gem, when my rela- I was in a long-term relationship, when I was my unhappiest, I actually considered, I actually thought maybe I was a lesbian. Okay, that's a good thing to talk about because I, be um, I've i been single for five years and I remember a, a few months ago, I was like, maybe I'm a lesbian and don't know it. And they say that, <laughs> that no, yeah, and they say that if you even have that thought, you're a lesbian. Like, cause really? They're like, if you've even no. thought about being gay, then you're gay. And I'm like, well, maybe I am. And then I'm like, but I don't want to have sex with women. Like, I think women are beautiful and I love boobs, but I don't necessarily want to have sex with one. So now we're both lesbians. <laughs> I'm back. Sorry. We just were saying if we think, apparently Danny read that if you actually think for once, one thought that maybe I could be gay, it means you are. And I've had that thought. Have you? Yeah, well, I was just saying in my um, like my the probably the darkest place of a long term relationship I used to be in. I thought maybe I'm a lesbian. How long did the thought last and how did it? I actually spoke to a friend about it and said I'm really unhappy. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. And I actually have had a thought where I've thought about girls in a way to try and see if that would interest me because I was wondering why I was so unhappy. Isn't yeah. that awful? And then yeah. I got out of the relationship and realised, no, it was fucking that relationship. <laughs> and, and There's nothing lesbian also, about me. 
And Chrissy, I was just saying that it could, I had this thought a few months ago because I've been single for five years and I was like, what is wrong with me? And then I went, maybe I'm a lesbian. And I was like, but I don't actually want to have sex with women. I was saying, I think they're hot. I love boobs, but I don't actually look at girls and go, oh, babe. Yeah, but she read somewhere that if you, <laughs> she read somewhere that if you have one gay thought, you're a fucking homer. Everybody would be gay, wouldn't they? Does every, trust me, I live in far north Queensland. Not everyone here has a thought that they're fucking gay. I can assure you. (laughs) All right, well, speaking about. Do you reckon Bobcat is a homer? Hey? Do you reckon Bobcat is a closeted gay? Secretly a homer. Well, his brother is. Yes, true, Carl. Which is not to say that he is, but. Yeah, but people that are that angry, I reckon maybe. Who knows? They're holding on to something. Maybe that's why he's angry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this has turned into bitchy high school. Okay, gem number three. Here's another gem. Vagina (laughs) self-consciousness. Can I just say something really quickly? I'm going to jump right in this because you've you've said that. I am not self-conscious about my vagina at all. What do you mean? I I love my vagina and I'm not embarrassed of guys going down on me, of guys (laughs) doing stuff to me down there. Like I, Christy, this is why we needed her last week. So you must have a nice vag. I've got to say. Because I find... Okay, first up, sorry again, I'm interrupting. Yeah. What do we all call vaginas? Like, do we say vagina? I hate vag. It depends in what context. I say vag sometimes. Okay. We, us girls, say mignon. Mignon. Oh, yeah. That's (laughs) gross. (laughs) That's so grotty. That's disgusting. No wonder you've got vagina self-consciousness if you're calling it mignon. Oh, look, I'm sure (laughs) mine's not that bad. I just... Overall, I'm not a pr- Yeah. I say, Christy, go. Sorry. Okay. So I think that, I mean, I was going to say all of us have felt like that, but Danny, you've just, you've just um, ruined my theory there. But I was actually speaking to it with um, a group of my girlfriends because mm. one of my best, best girlfriends has been in a relationship for five years and she's only just recently broken up with, with that guy. Mm. So she's kind of going through this, oh, my God, you know, starting to see other guys or, you know, hook up with other people where when she was in a really comfortable relationship, you know, didn't think twice about being conscious about body, you know, or vagina or anything like that. And now she's kind of feeling that all again. God, she's, she's doubting again when she used to feel 100% comfortable and now she's come out of that relationship. It's almost like the security blanket's gone. Christy, you have, you like, honestly, this is, this conversation is out of this world to me. Because I'm not I've following. I've thought that anyone, like, I'm conscious about boobs and sagginess and things like that because, you know, we're bombarded with pictures of these, you know, fake boobs left, right and centre. I'm more self-conscious about my breasts than I am my vagina. Are you? Yeah. I'm not following. So she was sorry. She was in the relationship, confident about her vagina, and now she's lost her relationship, her yeah, confidence. So now she's single, sleeping with new guys, but and now she's, she's very conscious exactly. about her vagina. And there's new, but there's is, new people seeing her stuff for the first time. Yeah, she's going. Yeah. What about if it's not normal? Like obviously, the boyfriend that she was with has seen it a hundred times mm. over, mm. and it was Slut. just a, he knew <laughs> what was down there, you know. But when when you see a new person, that you go through that whole self consciousness thing over again, where you go. I wonder what he thinks of it. And I, is that yeah. normal? And my girlfriend and I started talking about it and, and I've had this moment of doubt before where I said to one of my girlfriends, we were talking about Audi vaginas for some reason, mm. and we said we had this moment of dread and we just go, what about if we have an Audi vagina and we don't even know it? But haven't you looked? Yeah, we Google image them. <laughs> but have you looked at your own? 
Yeah, I know what my own vagina looks like. So how? Are you, of course, you know if it's an Audi or not, then, right? But I didn't know. But then you know, and one of our girlfriends said, "Well, exactly, exactly what you just said, Stacey. If you've got one, you know." And we said, "Well, we don't because we don't know what they look like." And then my <laughs> friend goes, "Well, if you've got an Audi, I've got an Audi because I've seen your, oh. I've seen yours when we've been out at a club <laughs> drunk weeing together." Oh my gosh, she was properly looking. Is she a lesbian? So then I asked my boyfriend Zane, I'm like, do I have an Audi vagina? And he's like, Christy, stop being an idiot. You don't. So then I called my friend and I said, hey, God, you just oh my it. God. You've got what I've got. We don't have one. And we were like rejoicing together. This is R-rated babysitter's club. This is... This is unbelievable. I'm just still, I'm still at square one of shocks that people, that girls think about their vaginas like that. I don't think of anything about mine, actually. No, I kind of, uh, I think mine, I just actually have, oh my God, shock horror, fucking write this down. I have no opinion about my vagina. I think Stacey it's the only doesn't thing. doesn't have an opinion? Exactly. I can't wow. believe this. I'm shocked. About, it's this... frozen over. <laughs> well, it has. And I can't believe it's about my own vagina. But I actually have nothing to say about it. Nothing. Is that a bad thing, though? Probably. Well? Because, I wouldn't I mean, imagine so. It wouldn't be great. It probably just means you're comfortable with it. I don't, I, I don't look, think it's a bad oh, thing. I wouldn't go that no, far. It's not, it's not like I'm walking around with it. But I'm overall, I don't think they're attractive things and I don't think penises are attractive either so it's not just a but no when you get a nice penis they're not no no they just hang there they're oh they look like an alien telescope I love like I love penises (laughs) and I have absolutely no issues with my vagina like if a guy's looking at my vagina I get turned on yeah how did you contemplate being a lesbian you do love dick Danny I love dick. <laughs> like, I have no idea how that thought happened because I had dick and didn't like it. That's why my thought process happened. You fucking love it. Yeah. Well, I thought maybe I was a lesbian because I also I like boobs as well. Oh, we all love boobs. <laughs> oh, God. Where has this podcast gone? <laughs> <laughs> it's Christy's fault, young mate. <laughs> So, Christy, so what happens? So, um, what happens now? So, do you think people need to develop relationships with their vaginas? Yeah, do you give us homework? Because I'd like to have an opinion on it. I just know that they're different shapes and sizes. I heard someone before go, oh, yeah, she had a nice vagina. And then I was like, well, I hope I have a nice one. But it's not something you talk about. You don't, you know, like in the bathroom. But what would make a nice vagina? Hey? What would yeah, make a nice yeah. What makes a, a small nice one. vagina? A small like a, one, of course. Everything has to be small. No, a small one. But if it was a really big one, I'd just be, I don't know. Like, I think it. I might have a nice vagina. Oh, God. Hey? Yours would be, you're, you're, you have beautiful vagina skin. Because you're Brazilian. Did you guys look? At, did you did you guys go through a phase when you were little where you had the mirror and you looked at your vaginas? See, I never had that phase. Yeah, I got I it. I did it probably around the time. Same with Christy. Uh, I watched Charlotte do it on Sex and the City, mm-hmm. and then I did it when I had my breakup. Probably similar reasonings uh, behind Christy's mate. What did you look at it for? Just to see, like, what other people were seeing, like, randoms. Have you never looked at your vagina, Christy? <laughs> Not with a mirror under there. Are you <laughs> oh, my God, I'm a weirdo. No, heaps of people it? have done that. How do you know if you've got an Audi or not if you haven't looked at it with the mirror? This told is me. so no, fucking if you have cliche. An Audi, you can see it when you stand up. I can't believe our first podcast is literally about getting a mirror near our vagina. Like, I promise you, whoever, if there's anyone listening, it will progress. We just had to probably get this out of the way at the start. Is that my homework yeah. then? 
to look of course yeah. you should be doing it now no, no we're not no. going there we're not the podcast is not going there guys no not like on air not oh. on this just like very soon <laughs> oh my god i thought you meant now is in like on air i was like no we can't go that far all right control freak step in it timer mate like jesus you got one job oh my god but we did save the best for last didn't we well, I don't know where we can, where else we can go. We've we ended with here? almost that Christy needs to look at her vagina with a mirror now. So yeah. I'm not sure if we've got too much. I else. think we're done. I think oh. we're done. But I um, I feel nervous about putting this out. Do you? I'm nervous as well because I, we've gone very, very personal, and I felt like my gem was pretty boring. <laughs> it's what okay if to have a, it's, I don't think it was boring. No, no, no. We need light and shade. You know that, babes. Yeah, I know, but wasn't it a bit boring? Oh, my mum, my issues. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what this podcast is. Remember, no rules. Rules, no rules. No rules. Oh, God. I just got to make sure my mum never listens to this podcast. See, this is the thing. That's We're doing this body of work now, even if I kept saying, what if one day people do give a fuck what we have to say and then well, they find it? Yeah. That, that, that and I've been thinking about that. Like, what if, you know, one day this could be used against us somehow? Or... Oh, nah. It's the truth. And you can never, it, the truth can never hurt, hurt you. Well, look, we're happy to admit and talk about it. So I don't know. I don't know why he'd regret it down the track. The bloody World Wide Web's a part of life, old mates, young mates. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, it's been reels. Mm, hang on. Listen, listen. Um, so I wrote, any chance you got those podcast openers? Not, no, not yet. Sorry. And are then... you? Wait, I'm still recording. Oh, are you? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, oh, let's sign you, off. Guys. We're going to do this once a week. Um, we'd love you to join us. <laughs> Yes, please keep joining us and we'll try. I mean, no, actually, if, we, if Vagina comes up again, we will talk about it. I was about yeah, to no, no. Try not to, we but. won't really give a shit what you think. We're just going to continue to talk about yeah. what we want to talk about. So hopefully you like it. Yeah. Okay, bye. I'm going to end it with a kiss. Thank you, girl, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.